Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by the Cause Marketing Forum and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at causeupdate.com and selfishgiving.com. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And on the line with me, of course, is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello. Megan, today the show has truly gone to the dogs. <laughs> Finally. Such a good thing. I know. Finally. You and I, with, uh, with dogs in our household, uh, you know, oh. and we always have to be hitting the mute button because they're yipping, yapping, and barking and stuff like that. We finally got someone on the line who it's all right to let those dogs just roam all over our desk in our office today, <laughs> right? Absolutely. <laughs> We're flying high today with dogs. That's right. That's right. So on the line with us now is Abby Lunardini, and she is Vice President of Brand Marketing and Communications at Virgin America. And she is here to talk about a great program that they did on Cyber Monday called Tiny Dogs, Tiny Fears. And this was when you booked at virginamerica.com, Megan, they donated $10 to one of three animal shelters. Hey, Abby, how's it going? Hi there. Nice to chat with you both. Now, Abby, I know that uh, that the signature dog for Virgin America is a chihuahua. Do you have a chihuahua or do you have more than one chihuahua? Um, I, you know, I, I, uh, I, I probably have tried to over the years as, as we've done this program, but my, my husband won't let me. I do have one, um, very small five pound Pomeranian though. Ah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So, so you're a small dog fan as am I, I mean, with my seven pound Yorkie Charlie (laughs) and Megan has a big dog. I was going to say, I'm feeling a little left out over here. Yeah. You haven't, you, you have like a. Uh, St. Bernard or something, don't you? No, no. She's just a, she's a rescue dog, but she's a 60, 60 pound puppy. Ah, there you go. See, so we're big fans of something like this. So, you know, I'm, I'm really curious. I was reading the press release of this. I'm looking at the pictures, um, looking at the video that we'll put in all the show notes and stuff. And Abby, I'm just wondering how did Virgin America end up with the dog? Sure, yeah. Well, it was it was kind of a funny story. I think um, back in 2010, uh, uh, San Francisco Animal Care and Control, which is our um, nearest uh, uh, big animal shelter, actually reached out to us at Virgin America uh, and um, let us know that they had uh, a huge overpopulation uh, problem with chihuahuas on uh, the West Coast and in San Francisco in particular. I think largely due to kind of over overbreeding and, and irresponsible breeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, this had been going on for a while, um, and they were having a difficult time placing the dogs. Um, they would get sort of big influxes of the dogs and were not able to sort of um, place them for adoption. But they had reached out to some of their animal shelter partners on the East Coast and New York in particular, who um, uh, said there was a great demand for small dogs um, in the New York City area in particular. Um, and uh, they approached us about um, asking if we uh, originally could fly the, the dogs in um, cargo 
um, on the plane to the East Coast. And um, I remember I got the email and um, <laughs> we were uh, like, sure, had we had no idea it was an issue, um, but um, we're a very pet-friendly airline. We're the only airline headquartered in San Francisco, and um, a lot of our flyers are huge animal lovers themselves. And um, we actually don't fly pets in cargo. Um, uh, oh, interesting. Because of, yeah, because of kind of some of the safety um, concerns, and uh, but we do obviously allow pets to travel in cabin. So um, we set up a quick program um, to see if we could get some of our teammates, our Virgin America employees, to volunteer to fly with the dogs um, back to the East Coast. So essentially, you know, taking the dogs and carriers, putting them under the seat, and actually escorting them. And um, uh, Operation Chihuahua was born. <laughs> we um, That first uh, flight flew from San Francisco uh, to JFK. Uh, and um, brought a couple of dozen dogs uh, to the East Coast. We had no problems getting our teammates to volunteer to fly for, you know, an entire day back and forth. Um, <laughs> and it was kind of one of our most popular um, internal um, events <laughs> in terms of, um, you know, our employees um, uh, getting excited to kind of help out the program. And obviously when um, they arrived in JFK, um, the ASPCA um, uh, would meet the dogs in, in New York and um, were able to uh, place them quite quickly um, in adoptive homes. So how how did it go from that in 2010 to a Cyber Monday promotion this year? Was this the first year you did that? Uh, no, we've done a couple. It's sort of grown every year we have done it. And um, as I mentioned, you know, it started out as more of a, we'd, we'd love to do this to, to help out kind of yeah. San Francisco Animal Care and Control and um, get our sort of uh, teammates and employees in on the act. And um, uh, from our first flight, we had such a positive response from our flyers. I think when we first did the flight, we were a little bit worried, you know, bringing um, that many pups on a, a commercial <laughs> flight. We were worried <laughs> that some people how, would be a little bit were, annoyed. How many were on the flight, that first flight? I think, I think the first, well, we usually sort of split them up. So okay. we sort of call it an airlift. Um, so we'll have multiple <laughs> flights that day. But I think the first flight we did, we had about a dozen okay. um, on that, That's not that too bad. plane. Yeah. And um, in fact, um, you know, travelers loved it. Um, and um, I've, we've never had sort of one complaint about it ever. Um, you know, we've been That's doing great. it for, for over six years. And um, we, um, you know, posted sort of the trip and highlighted the Chihuahua's journey um, on Wi-Fi. We're the only airline with fleet-wide Wi-Fi. And um, we got such a positive reaction from, from customers um, uh, who, as I mentioned, are all, you know, we have a lot of um, huge animal lovers who fly us. Um, uh, the event kind of grew from there and we got a lot of requests from folks of how can I help, um, you know, and obviously we were um, directing folks to donate, um, uh, but people really wanted to get involved even more. So we extended Operation Chihuahua into um, a fair sale promotion, essentially, where we would, um, you know, pledge a certain amount per ticket sold on a given day um, to donate directly um, to our shelter partners for animal welfare programs in particular or across the board but also um, helping fund sort of future airlifts because there didn't seem to be any end in, st in sight in terms of the overpopulation problem. 
Um, and so this Cyber Monday, we probably uh, we went a step further. And um, obviously, Cyber Monday is a, a huge um, sale day uh, for the year. Um, but we really um, we knew it was going to be um, one of our best fair deals of the year, which also drives tons and tons of traffic, obviously, yeah. to the site. Mm-hmm. And we thought, what a great way to also try and you know raise raise some funds for um, our animal shelter partners. I'm curious, Abby, how you promoted it on Cyber Monday or even a couple days before, considering that this was an online promotion. When people went to the Virgin America site, was that something that was evident to them? Um, we uh, didn't tease it a ton. We um, did it all on Monday just because there's some, uh, with airlines, there are certain fare restrictions where you sort of can't pre-advertise a deal mm-hmm. um, through mm. the Department of Transportation. So we're a little bit limited versus um, some other sectors, you know, where you might be able to sort of tease um uh, the deal, but um, essentially what we did on Monday, as soon as the, the fairs were live and we could publicize them, um, we um, uh, created um, uh, some interesting content, um, a fun kind of short video for our social pages, oh, um, and then our homepage, we had sort of a takeover on our homepage about about the the sale. So um, we um, <laughs> tried to hit it from a lot of, of different angles um, as of um, Monday morning when we launched the sale. I'm so curious because this year and every year, both Joe and I sort of scan the internet for cause-focused deals Mm -hmm. that companies are running. You know, this year on Black Friday, you had REI closing their doors. You had Patagonia giving 100% of their sales to charity. And then Giving Tuesday is like the Tuesday after that. So I'm like, oh, there's going to be a lot of great Giving Tuesday stuff with companies are doing. And then you guys popped up on Cyber Monday. And I have to say, it stood out quite a bit to me because it was literally the only thing I saw that was specifically Cyber Monday and specifically a cause. Mm. Can you talk us through the strategy behind doing it on Cyber Monday versus something like a Giving Tuesday or a Black Friday? Sure. Um, you know, I think um, uh, part of it, you know, is tied to sort of our commercial strategy, obviously, is that, that you know, traditionally for, for airlines and for us, that, that day in particular is just a huge, huge traffic day and people mm-hmm. are sort of geared up to look for deals. Um, and um, uh, because the deal was so aggressive, we had up to 30% off our flights nationwide. Um, uh, essentially, we knew we couldn't also have it sort of for a, a super lengthy amount of time. We actually initially wanted to extend it through giving Tuesday, mm. um, but essentially just because of um, uh, you know how rich the offer was, mm. um, we uh, made it sort of a 24-hour deal. But um, decided that we'd um, hopefully meet our fundraising goals, um, our target, um, which was to raise um, uh, up to seventy-five thousand, and we hit the seventy-five thousand mark. Um, to, oh, congratulations! To get to our, um, yeah, shelter donors, um, and that we would sort of announce that on, on Giving Tuesday, um, uh, and the sale did sort of run run through the morning. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. I mean, we did have a lot of um, conversation about it. We have done some of these fair sales in the past, I would say, um, around sort of a charitable cause um, in particular, mm-hmm. and um, Virgin Virgin companies tend to do it um, a lot. It's just sort of part of the brand DNA in general. You know, when we launch any kind of market or um, do any kind of big promotion, we almost always have a give back um, component um, as part of it. So we did have a lot of debate about whether with Cyber Monday, is it too confusing, you know, of a message because people are really sort of all about the deals that day. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But as as we discussed it, you know, we really thought, 
um, our customers in particular um, uh, tend to be very, you know, socially progressive. Um, um, yes, people want a good deal, but they also want to um, feel like they're they're giving back and, yeah. and doing something helpful. And um, we decided that it would be um, an interesting way to pair pair both of them. And um, also, um, it was a good day to sort of capture um, interest and, and potential, you know, earned media and kind of social interest around the deal plus plus the cause. You know, I think that's interesting too. And I mean, the going on the Monday, uh, Megan and Abby seems kind of like a smartest strategy too, because you're really leading with, you know, the clicks and obviously the product and service and stuff like that, 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 you know, the fact is, is that Cyber Monday is a really busy uh, traffic day for you. And, you know, maybe uh, Giving Tuesday is probably busy too, but not as big as Monday. So why not go where the traffic is so you can make sure that you hit not only uh, your, uh, your business goals, but also your fundraising goals on something like that. And, you know, it's kind of interesting, I think, with the results on Giving Tuesday this year, even though they were pretty fabulous, um, Giving Tuesday definitely has slowed compared to uh, past years when it first started and stuff like that. So I, I think what we're going to see is, you know, Giving Tuesday, it'll be a lot more diffused in terms of happening on a lot of different days during the year, Megan. Don't you think, too, is cause becomes kind of the thing that everyone is doing. You know, Giving Tuesday will obviously stand out on people's calendars, but there's a lot of opportunities during uh, the year to give back. For sure. I'm curious to know, Abby, how how does this particular promotion and partnership fit into Virgin's larger corporate social impact initiatives and strategy, I guess? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think... Um uh, it's, uh, been one of, uh, I've, you know, been at Virgin America since the company launched, um, in, in the U.S., uh, in 2007. And it's really been one of the most rewarding and, um, uh, fun aspects of, of my job in particular in that, um, we do have a lot of leeway, I think, and freedom at Virgin America because of, um, you know, the Vir- Virgin group founder, Richard Branson. Um, the, it is a very progressive, um, brand. Um, I think, um, you know, know, uh, Richard is really means it, um, when he sort of, uh, says we want to change business for good. And I think, um, we in particular have had a lot of freedom to sort of define, um, how we're going to make an impact locally. As I mentioned, you know, we're the only airline actually headquartered in, in California. Most mm-hmm. airlines are, are based in uh, Dallas and, and the East Coast. And um, uh, I think from early days, um, you know, we uh, also um, are a different brand in our industry. And that sort of the goal of the airline is, is to reinvent flying and, and really be a bit of a challenger in the category. So we've sort of looked at our um uh, philanthropic efforts in the, in the same way, uh, in terms of the causes we support, we, um, really look for a cause where we can be specifically impactful. Um, you know, we, we aren't a GE or a Coca-Cola where we have huge, huge budgets. Um, we're, you know, still an airline and a relatively small one. Um, so we do look at causes where we think we can sort of move the dial and make an impact. Um, we've, focused a lot in, in California and the specific markets um, we fly to. And um, we also um, do sort of pay attention to what our flyers care about, obviously, and our employees care about. And um, a lot of our focus is on 
um, you know, animal welfare efforts, um, environmental programs, and then also um, education reform uh, type efforts. So mm. probably our biggest partners um, over the years, uh, in addition to um, our animal shelter partners, um, has been um, Carbon Fund. Um, we were the first airline to offer carbon offsites on every flight sort of through our seat back screen. Um, and we partner with Nature Bridge, which is an environmental education program mm-hmm. um, uh, based in, in Northern California. Um, uh, to get um, uh, K-12 students um, more engaged in kind of environmental um, learning programs. And then our third, um, probably longest standing um, partner is KIPP schools, which are um, charter schools that are based all over the country, um, uh, but really focus on on underserved, um, uh, um, disadvantaged um, kids. Uh, And it's an amazing, um, uh, if you're not familiar with them, they're um, an amazing group. They were kind of featured um, pretty prominently. There's a a documentary waiting for Superman. um, Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And um, so they've been a longstanding partner, even um, uh, from our very first flights that took off in 2007 in San Francisco. We actually auctioned seats on those very first inaugural flights off to KIPP schools. Oh, um, cool. Uh, South Central LA and San Francisco. Um, so they've been a really amazing, amazing partner um, as well. So um, again, I think we look at at sort of causes, um, you know, where we think that we can sort of help um, uh, move the needle for them and that are kind of consistent um, with the values of, of the brand and, and our employees and, and our flyers as well. You know, it's interesting, Megan and Abby, um, I had an ex- experience with Virgin America way back in 2009, Abby, when uh, you folks were coming into Boston and you did uh, what what then was a very unique online contest where you had nonprofits entering um, votes in the form of email addresses into a contest. Mm. And what it was is the you know the per- the organization that had the most uh, votes or emails at the end was the one that won twenty five thousand dollars. And my boss at the time got totally behind this, Abby, and everyone in the office was reaching out to people like you know you got to register for this contest. You know we're gonna win we're going to go in and like a day and a half before we were like 700 votes up in the contest right oh my gosh and it was just oh. like and we're like wow we're going to win we're going to do this and then this religious organization <laughs> in massachusetts like blew us away <laughs> this guy he had to have contacts all over the world he he reached out to people you know via social media via publications and stuff and he came in and like the last few hours he beat us like by a thousand votes or something like that and won the twenty five thousand dollars <laughs> and i said to my i was like i'm gonna put this in the um the show notes too the name of the article when i wrote it at the time was called how boston's top nonprofit got their butts kicked and what we can all learn from rabbi sham <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and this guy was just he was a, at the time he was just a social media and online whiz um, in terms of engaging people and getting them involved in the contest and stuff. And unfortunately, Abby, there was no second place. Oh, wow, so wow. Uh, so we put in a lot. Yeah. So we put in a lot of effort. But, you know, we all admitted at the end that it was actually a lot of fun because, uh, you know, it got us uh, from our regular work and we all got behind kind of uh, one effort and stuff like that. But we really thought we were going to pull it out at one point and then we got crushed. Oh, I'm sorry. That is so amazing that you remembered that. Though, oh, yeah. cause I, um, yeah. when I knew I was um, going to speak with you guys, I, um, uh, that was, that was really, and we did that really early days for the airline and um, kind of 
sort of just when social media yeah, was taking right. off, but yep. it was so interesting. Yep. Um, and again, it was kind of stemmed out of um, this is kind of what Virgin companies do, and we're launching flights into Boston and want to try and you know plant roots in the community. But it was amazing because um, uh, t- exactly to your point, it was like a uh, death match. Yeah, yeah. Just the just the competition um, voting. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Among yeah. among nonprofits and stuff. Now tell us something um, <laughs> about the the Operation Chihuahua. What are some of the th- what are some of the challenges of doing something like that that people don't realize? Like, does the Chihuahua in one e get into the liquor cabinet, and then you're dealing with like an obnoxious Chihuahua on the flight, or you know what I mean? Is anything drinks for everyone? Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? Like, what are the stories? Like, well, we didn't really think of that. Like that first year, we didn't really bring enough carpet cleaner with us. <laughs> well, having um, carpet cleaner is always key. That's yep. critical when you have small dogs. I think, um, you know, I, I think um, uh, you guys know this um, better than me, but I think it's kind of um, when there's a will, there's a way. And I think um, initially um, when we kind of this program um, came up, I think um, uh, we were, you know, logistically, just operationally figuring out, you know, how, how we can make it work. And um, we do usually have like some limits in terms of, of animals in the cabin on like regular commercial flights. So um, we had to kind of, you know, work with our airport teams and, and ops team to figure out how to, how to make it work. And, um, uh, but again, people just, our employees in particular, I mean, how can you not smile? I mean, it's a little bit ridiculous. It's a little bit funny, um, but it's also a great cause. So people um, have really gotten into it. San Francisco airport um, uh, where we're headquartered um, uh, jumped right on board also. I think when we had sort of our um, uh, uh, first um, Operation Chihuahua and um, had a fair cell component, um, they let us have like a tiny red carpet for the dog (laughs) 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 at the departure gate. Um, We're, you know, fine with media, um, you know, all over the airport. We had the Today Show um, cover it the first year. Um, So everyone is, um, you know, it's always hard to do some of, harder than people may think operationally with an airline because nothing is sort of easy. Um, but, um, in a case like this, um, you know, as I mentioned, people are usually pretty game and, um, you know, we notify all of the guests on our flights, um, just, you know, sort of giving them a heads up and offering them, you know, a chance to to change their flight for free. Um, and literally no one has ever taken us up on, (laughs) taken us up on it. I've got a question for you though. I mean, you know, after doing this for so many years, you have a lot of experience with Chihuahuas. So I want to throw a couple questions by you, and I want to see sure. whether or not you know these factoids around Chihuahuas or not. Okay, is this another one of your okay. quizzes? Yeah, and this is easy though. <laughs> this is an easy one, and I know Abby's going to score this one. Let me ask you this, Abby. Okay, is the Chihuahua the smallest breed out there? Yes or no? Um, I'm going to say yes. Correct. You absolutely <laughs> got that right. That now here's another thing. Where does the Chihuahua get its name from? Uh, the state in Mexico. That's right. Second what? one. How and did you know, know that? And wow. do you know, and Megan, do you I've, know I've that? I've actually been there. That's I've right. Actually, oh, that's right. Impressive. And do you know? Not related to this program. In but. that area, <laughs> chihuahuas used to be regarded as sacred and that chihuahuas used to guide people to the afterlife. Well, apparently wow. in New York City, they still are. That's right. That's right. That's right. Now, here's a good one that I'm going to be interested in. See if you know this answer. Has the chihuahua as a breed, ever won best in show 
at the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show? For sure. Oh, I'm going to say no. You're That's right. Exactly. They oh, have never won in the whole entire <laughs> history of uh, of the Westminster Dog Show. They have the Chihuahua has never. Ever that's shocking won. yeah that's never won yeah maybe that should be our next campaign that's there you go absolutely absolutely <laughs> bring the chihuahua to westminster yeah, that's right and then the, the last thing i saw that was kind of interesting about chihuahua is that the taco bell chihuahua was actually a female dog and a lot of people thought it was a male dog Oh, mm. that's wow. not nearly as interesting yeah, right. as the, as but the other you, ones. But. Uh, but Abby, we have to give you, I mean, big kudos here. You really know your chihuahuas. <laughs> I mean, if, if your dog is listening to this show, they're very mad right now that you know so much about chihuahuas. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, Abby, this has been absolutely fascinating. We are so glad you came on to talk a little bit about your Tiny Dogs, Tiny Fairs promotion and more about what Virgin is up to. If people want to find out more about those fantastic programs that you do, how might they do that online? Uh, the, probably the best place to check um, now is Virgin America's Facebook page. Um, so we have a lot of great info about our um, Operation Chihuahua Airlifts and partnerships with um, animal shelters. And um, we post post pretty regular updates uh, there on what we're doing doing on kind of the animal welfare front. Fantastic. And we will include that in the show notes. How about you, Joe? Where can people find you online? Well, I know uh, you're hard to find. That's right. Yeah. A minute to minute people can find me on Twitter talking to Megan in the Taco Bell Chihuahua dog um, <laughs> at Joe Waters. Uh, people can find me obviously at Selfish Giving. Make sure to sign up for my email newsletter. Get seven great cause marketing graphics. And of course, I got tons of co- uh, cause marketing related pins and I'm sure a few dog ones at Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand and I tweet for the cause marketing forum at tweet. CMF. And you can, of course, find show notes for today's episode at Cause Update as well as SelfishGiving.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or Google Play so that you do not miss an episode. And on behalf of Abby and Joe and myself, I'd like to thank you so much for being here for this episode of Cause Talk Radio. And we'll talk to you next time. 